is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs, and we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. Diversify. Don't just put all your eggs in one export market. Think about what other export markets you could do well at, and EDC will help you figure that out. You're listening to The Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. On The Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality even faster. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community. And subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Finally, we'd love for you to rate this podcast and leave a review on iTunes for the chance to have it read on air. We want these shows to impact as many people as possible, and your reviews will help us get there. I'm your host, Gomal Minhas, founder of CoreSpace, your one-stop shop for all things work, wellness, and impact. Visit kaur.space to find out more. I'm also the producer of Dream Girl, the documentary film showcasing the lives of inspiring and ambitious female entrepreneurs that we premiered at the Obama White House. I'm so happy to be here today. Welcome to the show. Laura Didick is Vice President and National Leader for Women Entrepreneurs at Business Development Bank of Canada. Laura has always been passionate about entrepreneurship. Since 1994, Laura has held progressively senior roles at BDC across many divisions of the bank. From consulting and finance to branch support and subordinate financing, Laura has worked with all types of entrepreneurs at all stages of their businesses, helping them access the advice and capital needed to grow and succeed. Through this experience, she consistently saw one gap, a lack of women. Since 2015, Laura has been an ally and advocate for female business owners and leaders. She began as the regional women entrepreneurs lead in the prairies, helping drive the bank's strategy and securing local champions. Today, Laura drives the bank's mandate to support women entrepreneurs across Canada. Laura is a sought-after speaker and presenter on the topic of women entrepreneurship and leadership and regularly mentors and coaches women entrepreneurs. Welcome to the podcast, Laura. Thank you. So I'd love to begin with your origin story. I love talking about where this all started. So can you share a little bit with us about how you found yourself in the banking and financing space and the world of entrepreneurship? 
Well, while I was in high school and university, I had numerous jobs where I was an employee with fairly large companies. I was in retail, I was a server in restaurants, I was a teller at a bank, a receptionist in an office. And it wasn't until the in the summer before I was going into my last year of university, a neighbor down the street asked if I could help manage her business for the summer. Um, as she and her husband wanted to take a little more time off than they normally would. And now the business uh, was a small ice cream shop with, you know, they sold milkshakes and, and ice cream cones and they had burgers and they made their own homemade French fries. And I liked ice cream, so I said, sure. <laughs> and quite honestly, I imagined sitting back and eating ice cream all day and bossing around high school teenagers who would scoop ice cream and cook burgers. And holy cow, was I wrong. I couldn't believe the amount of work it, it took to run a business from opening and closing each day to making sure that we had a float at the beginning of the day and balancing everything at the end of the day and making the deposits and doing the timesheet for the employees and managing the ordering, which was a feat given that our inventory was perishable. And I was fascinated by what it took and how the owner and her husband managed it all and they had a family, they had young kids. And the other thing I noticed was their passion. Uh, the store was like one of their children. And by the end of that summer, their passion had rubbed off on me. And I was so charged in helping them that I decided that I loved working with small business owners. So after I graduated, uh, I was started to work at an insurance company and I heard that BDC was hiring and BDC was the bank of entrepreneurs. So I thought it was a match made in heaven and I immediately applied. Now it was 25 years ago and I have loved every day since. I have worked with thousands of companies over the last 25 years, contributing in a small way to the success of their company and giving them the tools and the resources that, need, that they need to start and to build their business and helping them turn their vision into reality. And it, that is so rewarding for me and working with such a variety of, of business owners has been so rewarding. Wow, I think that I also would have said yes to that opportunity because while you love ice cream, I love French fries and homemade French fries especially. <laughs> I like those too. <laughs> um, so obviously your passion for women specifically and women in business is huge. And I wonder if um, throughout your career, you've noticed a lack of women in certain spaces. Um, why do you think this is? And what kinds of trends have you noticed when it comes to women and entrepreneurship and our progress in this space? Well, it's no secret that women face unique challenges when it comes to starting and growing their business, from accessing capital to finding mentors and role models. And only 16% of small and medium-sized enterprises in Canada are majority women-owned. And more than half of all tech startups don't have any female executives. And only 5% have a woman CEO. But the research tells us that companies with at least one female founder outperformed all male founding, co founding companies by 63% over the past 10 years. And advancing gender equality has the potential to add $150 billion in incremental GDP to the Canadian economy by 2026. And the, the stats go on and on. They continue. But that said, the number of women starting businesses is growing and BDC is going to be there to help them at every stage of their business with the capital and the resources they need to grow their business. 
And by taking an interest and having a focus on women entrepreneurs, over the past three years, we have doubled the number of women entrepreneurs in our portfolio. And this is important because our economy is stronger when we have more women-owned businesses. And you asked me about trends, and one of the biggest trends I've seen is the magic that happens when women come together to support one another. Women entrepreneurs often feel alone. They are struggling to balance uh, building and growing their business and having a personal life and having a family. And often, they, the two overlap. And when they meet other women entrepreneurs who have faced the same problems, they feel they have a strong connection and they feel better supported to handle the challenges that they're facing. At BDC, I often see this firsthand, the power of bringing women together, I call it. We regularly host networking events and roundtables so women can, can create those connections. For example, last year we hosted 14 free We Talk Business Boot Camps across the country from coast to coast, and we helped more than 900 women entrepreneurs improve their business skills. And while the attendees learned a lot in the, in the boot camps, I think what they valued the most was the connections with their peers. And so we created LinkedIn groups for them after, and almost everyone who attended the boot camps joined the online groups to keep in touch with each other and keep those conversations going. And it really creates a ripple effect. The problems that we face as entrepreneurs are greatly reduced when women connect with other women. It takes time to build a trusted group of advisors, mentors, and supporters, supporters. but over the years, the circle will continue to grow and grow, and eventually you'll see the ripple effect and that it has on all the other women around you. And so working together and supporting one another, you can strengthen your business. And I think what's important is you'll also set great examples for future female entrepreneurs that are going to come up behind you. Absolutely. And what you shared earlier when you were responding uh, to this question around the challenges that female entrepreneurs in particular face and how it can be isolating. Um, BDC actually recently conducted a new study with the Canadian Mental Health Association. Um, how does this study help us better understand the pressures entrepreneurs face and the unique challenges women entrepreneurs face? Well, Canada is a country of entrepreneurs. Small businesses make up 98% of all businesses in Canada, which is about 1.2 million employers who employ 12 million people throughout Canada. So they are the key drivers of job creation and economic development. Yet mental health and well-being are absent from most discussions about entrepreneurship in Canada. And it goes without saying that entrepreneurs face different challenges than a typical employee. And since entrepreneurs are a key driver of the economy, it's essential that we do keep them healthy. So BDC and the Canadian Mental Health Association work together to study the mental health and well-being of, Canadian entre of Canada's entrepreneurs, and in order to better understand the unique pressures that they face. So overall, the study found that while entrepreneurs report that their mental health is generally, it's generally pretty good, a majority regularly ex experience mental health issues that has an impact on their professional and personal lives. We found that entrepreneurs are experiencing fatigue, depressed mood, high degrees of stress, and the effects are interfering with their ability to work and have a life outside of work. Entrepreneurs frequently experience mental health issues. Two-thirds, two-thirds reported feeling depressed at least once a week. 
and nearly a half said that their mental health issues interfere with their ability to work. And these issues were consistently more prominent for female entrepreneurs, as well as for entrepreneurs who business, whose businesses were less mature, had fewer employees, or generated less revenue. And the study also provides insights, interesting insights into the differences between entrepreneurs' mental health and the mental health of the Canadian adult population. And not surprisingly, it found that financial stress was, most, was more prevalent among entrepreneurs, and entrepreneurs were also more likely to report family stress. And when we look specifically at female entrepreneurs, they reported feeling physical and mental health-related stress far more frequently than their male counterparts. Reports of fatigue, disturbed sleep, feelings of uncertainty and inadequacy were all higher for female entrepreneurs than for male. And these findings are consistent with the results of the Canadian Community Health Survey in which women report that on most days they're uh, quite a bit or extremely stressful far more often than men do. And finally, we found that entrepreneurs have less access to professional help and instead are more likely to have to use personally coping strategies, personal coping strategies to manage the stress and maintain their own mental health. And we know that entrepreneurs face unique challenges and we need to not only support, sustain and grow the health of their business, but we also need to do it with their mental health. And so BDC is looking into developing easy-to-use tools and resources that support the well-being of entrepreneurs and their mental well-being. So stay tuned for more. Thank you for sharing that. And as you're saying all of that, I, I'm putting my hand up over and over again as a female entrepreneur, feeling these stresses uh, often. And, you know, our listeners, many are entrepreneurs, many are across the business sector. Um, how do you suggest we as allies and advocates for women support wellness amongst women entrepreneurs? How can we support, as you say, and sustain and grow the health of not only their businesses, but also mental health? Well, there's a number of things. And I think from a business perspective, we need to support women-owned businesses and promote women's success. So if you have a favorite service or product from a women-owned business, I encourage you to not only buy their products and services, but tell your friends, tell everybody about them. Help them build their awareness and grow their brand. And I like I also I recommend that everyone join the movement of supporting women entrepreneurs. It's it's pretty powerful and we need to do it. And secondly, I think we need to listen and offer support. Understand that women entrepreneurs face different pressures and additional pressures and they may need a little more support at times. And networks and connections are key. So thirdly, I recommend that we work on connecting women entrepreneurs to other entrepreneurs or key influencers who can help them move their business forward and continue to help their businesses grow. And finally, I encourage all banks, venture capitalists, and angel investors to look at the diversity of those making the money decisions and who they are funding to ensure that there is better gender representation in their portfolio. And from a mental health and a well-being perspective, we need to pay attention to we need to pay increased attention to entrepreneur mental health and the well-being in Canada. And according to the Canadian Mental Health Association, they have uh, five recommendations for Canada. So first, develop flexible and relevant 
mental health supports, information and resources for entrepreneurs. Second, they recommend creating tools to help entrepreneurs achieve a a better work-life balance, because quite honestly, many of them don't have that right now. Thirdly, improve research on entrepreneur mental health, including entrepreneurs from underrepresented groups, which is really important. Their fourth recommendation is to shift the popular view of entrepreneurs from a tireless visionary or a lonely hero to one that supports the ability for them to ask for help when they need it and, and to take away that stigma. And lastly, to incorporate mental health into entrepreneurship education and development. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And it's so um, it's such a relief to know that BDC is partnering with the Canadian Mental Health Association and that this study did come out. And, and I encourage our listeners to check that out to just find out more about these statistics across the country. Um, so my last question for all of our guests is this. What is your advice for women entrepreneurs to thrive in their lives and also in their careers? Well, I think firstly, my advice would be to to not be afraid to ask for help. I think we as women try to be um, marvelous women, and we all are, and we try to do everything, and, and we try to do everything ourselves. And we can't be afraid to ask for help when we think we need it, because there is a community of not only other women, but other people around that want to help and that are willing to help and want to help lift uh, women entrepreneurs and women in general. And, you know, the old saying, it, it it takes a village. And I think that's really important to use that village and uh, to help them move you forward and to lift you. And secondly is then is then to pay it forward, to get involved. And it's so important um, for our young female uh, future business leaders and entrepreneurs that are going to be coming up behind all of us to to have those role models there is a lack of women role models and and we need to inspire them by by being their mentors by being their role models and so i think we have a responsibility as all business women to do that and then thirdly and lastly i would say to be your cheerleader just to to help on social media and to tell the world when you do meet a women entrepreneur to, to tell everybody to buy from them. I think that's really important and to be their cheerleader and to help them because often they're doing it alone and they're, they're managing a lot of other things at the same time. So we can help them in that. Incredible. Thank you so much, Laura, for your time. We're so appreciative of BDC for supporting this podcast and Startup Canada. And we so appreciate having you here on the show today. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC and Scotiabank for helping us elevate women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook resources for women entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett. Make sure to visit CoreSpace, K-A-U-R dot space, to learn to better integrate work, wellness, and impact into your everyday life. Until next time, I'm Gomal Minhas. It's time to thrive.